You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a colorful week full of planetary transits, and this is also a transformative week full of planetary transits. We have a lot going on. Venus is entering Cancer right out the gate, which will rev up our need for emotional security in relationships, while also causing us to crave comfort when it comes to our finances. Jupiter is in its last week of Aries, and at the final degrees of the zodiac sign, which will inflate Aries themes, but also allow us to put the final touches on whatever adventure we started in this sign. There will be a grand fixed cross forming throughout this week and lasting for the whole month of May, which could put a bit of tension in the air. And Mercury and Venus will be making the most alignments this week, causing us to crave communication and to ensure that our love lives are bringing consistency to us. The vibes on the graph are reflective of this week. This week is decent. It has its decent moments. It definitely has some fun and harmonious moments. However, it has edge to it. There's a lot of stuff going on in the background with Jupiter being at the final degrees of Aries and that aspect pattern, and also some stuff with the moon going on throughout this week. So we've got a bit of edge this week, but also we have a lot of thinking power going on with all the Mercury stuff going on. Mental energy will be present with us throughout this week. It'll be at its lowest from the 7th to the 8th, and then start spiking up as we get from the 9th all the way up to the 13th. With a week like this, and even with Mercury being in retrograde, we could feel mentally sharp. We may not feel as foggy as we normally do. Of course, there may be some moments where we might have hesitation on something or second guess something but other than that the energies that are going on with mercury are great for mental clarity and may help us find some solutions to complex problems and we have some edgy vibes going on throughout this week from the 9th all the way up until the 13th solitude will be present also emotional sensitivity will be present as well intersecting that energy around the 11th and then we'll see a low amount from the 12th to the 13th so with energy like this even though at the end of the week we have some social vibes and some major social vibes there could be moments where we need some space for ourselves. There could be moments where we need to just pull back a little bit. And some of this could be because we're feeling extra triggered. We could be in our heads with all that mental energy going on and the tenseness of those aspect patterns going on and Jupiter being at those last few degrees. So we can feel slightly conflicted as a result of all of this. So yeah, this is an interesting week for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 7th, Venus is entering Cancer. As we leave the casual, leave your options open and just having fun, superficial vibes of Venus and Gemini, we shift to a more sentimental, commitment-oriented, and the need for emotional security as Venus shifts into Cancer. So under this influence, casual types need not apply. This is the kind of energy that's looking for fun, yes, but more so fun that leads to something long-term. All Venus combinations are looking for fun in some sort of way, their own version of fun, because Venus is about what we enjoy. And so in this energy, it's looking for something that's going to be solid. It's looking to have its emotional needs met. It's looking for something that's going to be commitment-oriented and reliable and consistent. So with energy like this, it could rev up our urge to have something more when it comes to our love lives. It could rev up the urge to have more substance when it comes to our love lives. This could be a time of looking for something more profound when it comes to our romantic lives. And even if you 
are in a committed relationship, this could be a time where you're looking to be more demonstrative. You're not just wanting the bare minimum. So it could be a time for couples to connect in a deep and an emotional way and enunciate the need for true intimacy. Whether you're single or you're in a committed relationship, energy like this is all about seeking a meaningful experience concerning our love lives. So we could be looking at ways to improve that within ourselves if we're making the wrong choices when it comes down to our romantic lives, whether that's the way we approach our partner, whether that's the way we approach our dating life. This could be a time where we're making tweaks to ensure that we get the emotional security that we're craving. And also offering it up to someone because it could be us that's having a problem with vulnerability. It could be us that's afraid to show our emotions or to go that deep with someone. And so this could be a time where you're working on that so that way you can have a relationship where you're able to be open and to experience true intimacy. Under this influence, we could feel more sentimental than usual and find ourselves going back to the things that we loved. So this could look like reminiscing about old memories or revisiting places that brought you a lot of joy. Or this could be about creating a sentimental environment. This could be about going somewhere with a partner so that way you guys are creating a new tradition with one another. Or it could be about buying something sentimental. If you're single, this can commemorate a time where you're taking actions, appropriate actions in your love life that you can look back on and be proud of. On a non-romantic note, some of this nostalgic energy that comes with Venus and Cancer could allow for us to do some research when it comes down to recalling things from the past. Venus is about what we enjoy. It's about how we have fun. And under this energy, sometimes it's fun to go back to the past. And this could be through research. This could be through looking at an archive of source. This could also be through researching family lineage because we're dealing with Cancerian energy and it has a lot to do with our personal life and our origins and our family, of course. So we might find ourselves yearning to understand our history better or other forms of history. Also with this, with the fun stuff, this could be a time where you're interested in buying things from the past. This could be nostalgia when it comes down to clothing. A lot of clothing styles always recycle. So you could find yourself probably going back to maybe an era that you really enjoyed and buying yourself stuff from that time. Or doing things like going antiquing or garage sales because you find a lot of old finds in that, but a lot of treasures within those old finds. On a social level, this could have us looking back at the past as well. So this could be a time of reconnecting with people you were very close with. This could be a time of reconnecting with those you've lost touch with for whatever reason, nothing bad, nothing crazy, just sometimes that happens in life. So this could be a time where you're seeing people coming back in that you really enjoyed. This could rev up the need to have more intimate get-togethers and hang out with people where you feel the most safe with. And what I mean by that is easygoing people, people that don't cause your emotions to go all over the place. So this could be about connecting with those you feel grounded with as well. Because this energy is comfort seeking, this could also translate into our finances and anything to do with career. So this could be a time where we're looking for something more solid, something consistent, or ways to make extra income so that way we can store it. In Cancerian energy, it is about storing things up and having a stockpile. Sometimes the energy can manifest in a way that may be unhealthy in terms of like hoarding a bit. But in a lot of ways, this could be about finding ways to store up your money. You could be looking to build up your resources again. And so whether that's through finding additional ways to make money or working on ways to improve your existing employment, or if you're self-employed, looking at ways you could market yourself better. So this could be a time where you're finding that you're more interested in tactics that will help you stockpile your money rather than something that's going to make you a quick dime and no security in the long run. And of course, this comes to lower expression of this energy as there is always a lower vibration anytime there's a planet sign combination. And with this, it's important to stay grounded when it comes down to our love lives and finances because Cancer is ruled by the moon and paired with Venus. 
We might see fluctuations in Venusian things because of the phasal nature of Cancerian energy. So this could look like going through some ups and downs when it comes down to our relationships as a result, our moods fluctuating within our love lives and when we're dealing with our loved ones, which could result in bickering. If you're harboring feelings about something, you're becoming resentful about something. Sometimes that tends to happen within Cancerian energy and it's something to be aware of. Also, this could create some fluctuations when it comes down to finances as well. The thing with this is there could be moments where we're seeing a lot of money coming in in a situation. And then there could be moments where there's depletion within this energy. So just like the moon, it waxes and wanes. And so in this energy, we do have to be careful with our finances and try to be mindful. It's one of the reasons why in this energy, you look for a way to stockpile in a lot of ways because it can fluctuate. Other than that, energy like this is fun. So let's soak it up for all of its nostalgic joy. On the 8th, the sun is going to make a semi-sextile with Chiron. Under this influence, we tend to feel more self-conscious than normal. We tend to pick at ourselves more than we normally would. And we start overanalyzing our perceived flaws, the flaws that we think that we have within ourselves. And for this reason, our ego might plummet a bit throughout this day. We may have moments where we're fluctuating because of this. We could feel self-conscious about a lot of things and even question a lot of ways where we've lost our sense of identity in order to gain the approval of other people. So it's a very uncomfortable energy for that reason. But luckily, the sun is making a conjunction with Uranus the next day, which feels the opposite of this energy entirely. Unlike that Sun-Chiron alignment, this gives us the extra boost we need in terms of our confidence. So even if we were feeling low the other day, we can all of a sudden have a day where we're feeling like things are working out. We're starting to feel good about ourselves again. We're starting to feel confident in ourselves again. We're starting to feel as though we could be our authentic selves. And the great thing about this is we tend to feel more validated by our sense of self rather than needing the approval of others in order to feel confident. So rather than feeling self-conscious about coming off weird to others, we tend to not care so much in this energy. It's kind of a what you see is what you get. And if you don't like it, get out of my face sort of energy, which is always great. And the good thing is because this is such a harmonious alignment, people tend to receive us better under this energy for being our authentic selves. So of course, that's always a bonus. Also, because we are feeling more confident, we're more apt to take risks that we normally don't. And these are risks that pay off. This is not the backfiry sort of sun Uranus alignment where you shouldn't take that risk. This is one of those things where you're finally shaking off either being stuck or being in a comfort zone that's kept you trapped. And you're deciding that, you know what, I'm going to go out and I'm going to try this thing no matter what, because at least I can say I tried the thing instead of sitting in the woulda, coulda, shoulda regret. And on top of that, this gives us a nice mental boost. So we could feel more mentally alert than normal. Again, there was a lot of alignments throughout this week where the mental energy was high and this one is contributing to that as well. So we can feel sharper than we typically do on this day. On the 10th, Jupiter starts its final degrees in Aries. And so next week on the 16th, Jupiter will leave Aries and be in Taurus and it'll stay in Taurus for a year. But of course, I will talk about that next week once we get to the Jupiter in Taurus. However, there are some important things going on as this Jupiter is at the final degrees of Aries. In astrology, the end of a sign and the beginning of the sign, 29 degrees and zero degrees are crucial points within that zone of that zodiac sign. On top of that, this is an ending in a cardinal sign. The ending degrees of the cardinal signs happen to be edgier than they are in most. Mutable placements as well. I would say the most edgy mutable sign to end a planet in is Pisces because Pisces is the end of the zodiac. And so when we're in that zone, we are at the finale point of something. And of course, because this is the end of Aries, we are ending something. We are ending a phase. 
we're wrapping things up within the sign. So whatever we created in Jupiter and Aries, this could be that point where we're putting the finishing touches on it. Whatever adventures you started when Jupiter went into Aries in May of last year, this will be that time to put in the finishing touches of that. So whatever courageous actions you took during those times, this could be a period where you're seeing the fruits of your labor and maybe something needs to be finalized before you can move forward to that next level. On a collective level, this could feel very edgy. Jupiter is going to go over the same points that we had with that eclipse back in April, that solar eclipse at the 29th degree of Aries. Something is going to come back from that eclipse point that didn't get wrapped up. This Jupiter is also going to go back over a point that Mars made back in January of 2021, which dealt with all of that political unrest and a whole bunch of other crazy shit that happened on that day that I'm sure all of you guys know what I'm talking about that I'm not going to mention, but it's going over that point as well. I'm not saying that something catastrophic is going to happen because of that or anything, but it could inflate some scenarios surrounding some of these events some of the stuff with the eclipse and also on its own within that 29th degree this is Jupiter and Aries and Jupiter is an inflator Aries on the negative end can be very temperamental it can be very competitive it could be very impulsive it could be very mature it could be belligerent it could be violent in some way so all the lower vibrational qualities of Aries could be inflated as a result of this causing this planet to leave this sign very loudly try to be as grounded as you can if if that's possible with some of these energies and be a aware of overly risky impulsive behavior. Speaking of impulsivity on the 11th, Venus is going to make a semi-square with Uranus and with an energy like this, there can be unexpected reactions within our romantic lives and finances. So we need to be aware of not acting impulsively when it comes down to those things because sometimes with Venus-Uranus alignments, especially the hard ones, we can feel limited in certain situations, we can feel restrictive in certain situations, and it may cause us to feel like we have to break free from these circumstances. So it could be a day of feeling like we're on pins and needles if we're in a restrictive relationship. If we're in a career that feels stagnant and going nowhere, we might have the need to bust out of that. And I will give the warning with this. This is one of those things that will backfire. This is not like that sun conjunct Uranus where, you know, you, can, you can't go wrong with that one. This is one of those ones where it's like you need to wait to make any decisions. Do not make any impulsive choices because it can backfire in this energy. When I see this alignment, when I see alignments with Venus and Uranus, I always tell people, make sure you have a proper exit strategy when you're leaving anything. Leave your side of the street clean. Make sure that you're not leaving a mess. I understand that sometimes you just have to go when you got to go. And if you have to, you have to. At the same time, with an energy like this, I would rather not see this blow up in your face. So make sure you're making proper planning and choices during this day when it comes down to these things. On the 12th, we are beginning that aspect pattern that I was speaking of. A grand fix cross will be forming from the 12th going all the way till the end of this month um actually reaching until about june 5th we'll be feeling this alignment and this is within the fixed signs currently as it's forming it's not in the fixed signs but will be very soon as i was saying earlier jupiter is in the last few degrees of aries before it heads into taurus mars is winding down its time in cancer and will go into leo pluto is already in aquarius at zero degrees and then you have the lunar node which are at three degrees of Taurus and Scorpio. And so having all of that together will form this configuration, causing a sense of urgency to break out of stale periods in our lives. So if there have been things that have been accumulating for a while that aren't healthy for us, this could be a period where we're feeling extra pressure to resolve those things. This could be a period where we're looking to bust out of those things. We could see this playing out on a collective level as well. 
So things that might have been preventing us from progress could come up for review during this time. Under this energy, we'll look at where a comfort zone has become a trap. We'll understand how pride has painted us in a corner, how if we continue to engage in turbulent situations, it'll keep us on a toxic loop, and also examine where rigid thinking has prevented us from making progress. So energy like this could be very tense, and it is a releasal point. Things that have accumulated can't stay that way forever, and so this is like a pressure cooker waiting to bubble over on specific situations, and whether you're being aspected by it, it could be a time in your life where you're releasing yourself from a lot of that stagnant energy, and again, this can play out collectively as well. So this definitely could feel like a pressure cooker waiting to bubble over in some way, and so this is where we're seeing a lot of that tension through this week, and the month of May itself is very bitey, and this is where we start seeing some of that bitey energy, and again, especially with the Jupiter stuff, and then Mars next week will be at that 29th degree of Cancer, and so of course I will cover that next week as well, but that's going to bring in some extra edge as well, and then you have all these planets that will be locked in along with the nodal axis within this grand cross. So it can be very uncomfortable energy. Do the best you can to ground your energy when you're feeling edgy under all of this pressure. But despite all of that going on in the background, there are some harmonious alignments as we get through the next bunch of days. On the 12th, Mercury's making a sextile with Saturn, and this could help us have more constructive conversations with other people. This is a lovely alignment for getting to the point without upsetting other people. In other words, this is a great energy for being direct with others, but in a way where people are able to receive it without feeling as combative. An energy like this can motivate us to push forward when it comes down to our objectives. So this is very motivating in terms of making long-term plans and researching ways to gain financial security. So you can eventually gain this financial security that you need in the long haul. And this is also excellent for making plans, plans going as planned, as scheduled within this energy, because it's very consistent in a lot of ways. Also, this is great for committing yourself to long-term contractual things. So if you have anything important to sign, I know we're in a Mercury retrograde and they say don't sign things, but I always say you got to live your life and you can't not sign something just because it's a Mercury retrograde. You kind of have to do it. And this is one of those times where it could work out very well, especially with the alignment that's happening on the 13th. Mercury is sextiling Venus, and this is also great for contractual stuff, mostly contractual stuff when it comes down to finances, but this is good for that. And also contractual stuff could be commitment when it comes to relationships. Maybe someone's getting married during this time and that in itself is a contract. So this is great for that, but also this is amazing for having lovely chats with people. This is amazing for having fun conversations that are lively and upbeat, especially if it's a romantic situation. So this could be a day of fun, flirty texting and communication and stuff going on in social media that's a little flirty and romantic, but also going out and being social and thinking of ways to have fun when it comes down to your dating life. So so it might be a day to go on an interesting romantic excursion. On top of that, Venus is also making a trine with Saturn. And so this is all tying in within that energy. With Mercury making that lovely alignment with Saturn, and now Venus is making that lovely alignment with Saturn, Mercury and Venus being connected to each other, this could be very stabilizing when it comes down to our unions. This is a very commitment-oriented sort of energy. It's all about aligning with the right types of people within this energy. This type of energy allows us to look at the the situations that waste our time, 
versus the situations that are worth our while. And of course, this can translate into our finances as well. But whatever the case might be, this could be a day of formalizing something. If you're in a romantic situation, you're in a dating situation, this might be a day of commitment. If you're in a deep commitment already, this may be a day where you guys reaffirm that commitment. It could be a day of committing yourself to what you value and starting a long process to ensure that that's what you're doing in the long run. Or it could be about seeing why you need to commit yourself to the right career situations so that way you're earning in a way that sets you up for the long haul. So yeah, at least we're rounding out this week with some happy energy. Despite the vibes on the graph, this energy in itself could be very good at mitigating things that are going on in the background with, you know, Jupiter and that Grand Cross going on and all the other stuff that's occurring. So energetically, it's definitely an interesting week, but we do round it out with some fun energy. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.